Whoa, whoa, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm excited to be recording. This theme song will be in my head like all random times of the week. Really? Or not not theme song, but our our intro. Intro, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of theme music, there's I haven't had a bullshit question in a while, so let me start with that. Um, okay. <laughs> so I was um we were walking back to our car last night after dinner or whatever, and this girl across the street did a cartwheel and it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Man, you know how people always wish they had theme music playing when they walked in the room yeah my obscure wish isn't that i kind of wish i had like an olympic scorecard on me at all times <laughs> so i could hold it up and be like nah that was a two <laughs> just like have it at the ready all the time <laughs> to publicly uh score things that's uh, funny so yeah my question of the you know my bullshit question to start the show is uh what's one of those obscure wishes of things you had do you want theme music to play when you walk in the room are you more on the scorecard vibe? What's some this really obscure thing you wish was just like surrounding you or or just like cap- on the ready? Or you were yeah, or you were capable of or just Okay, I hate your, that I have this uh-huh. on the ready. And it's been here as long as I can remember. And, hey, now you get to <laughs> now you get to let it out. <laughs> um I wish I could impregnate girls on command so I could just fuck raw. <laughs> like i would be like you know like i couldn't get stds and like it's like all right let's put a baby in there look (laughs) at this uh this jaegerist over here (laughs) you might be the founding titan yeah like ain't no accidents over here like damn you've been trying for years. i don't know babe it's just it's not happening (laughs) you might already have the power you don't you don't have any kids yeah. I'm sure it's hella people like six, six uh six kids deep the wish they had this one too. <laughs> I remember one of our friends from back home, they have like three kids now, but I remember I don't know if I should say <laughs> let's just say they had two kids close together. Let's just say that. Uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> after they were born, <laughs> I was like, What the fuck is this? And it was plan B. <laughs> like I didn't know it existed. Wow. And wow. I remember he was younger than me. So I was in college and I'm like, damn, you didn't know? I just thought you was willingly out here living wild. <laughs> uh, maybe that would have changed the game for the worst for him anyway. Yeah. I mean, he seems But uh, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad neither of us ever like accidentally said a name. This, this is why I always try not to, because I'm like, yeah, everything I bring up is lighthearted when I'm like, oh, friend of a show suggested this song. But it's it's all fun and games. So I'm like, friend of the show, like, robbed the bank yesterday. <laughs> well, nah, you know, I stopped doing that because I noticed you stopped saying people's names. And I'm like, we're not saying nothing bad. But I was like, yeah, right, see, I'm it's, just, just... it's just until we do. Yeah. <laughs> we're not yeah. saying nothing bad until we do. And then, it, you so know, like, wait a minute. Will... Alex's friend, former teammate. <laughs> Subtract the like, yeah. carry the two. It's, it's always him. somebody like, who's yeah. willing to do the math. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, like, everybody's a friend of the show. Ain't nobody got names here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, how was your week? Mine's pretty, pretty boring, which is a yeah, good thing. Pretty uneventful. Um, I do have a lot of stuff to get to, so I'm not gonna hold y'all on that. But I will say this week, I guess the lesson of the week was um, maybe. 
not broken down to, but I feel like a helpful thing in life is to uh, break things down into the fact of just like discipline, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say that because, you know, we were talking earlier about different issues I was having with like organization and just like motivation and time management, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And the way my brain works, I like to break things down as simply as possible. And I was like, you know what? No matter what is going on or what I'm completing or not completing, if I have more discipline and just going to bed at this hour and getting up at this hour, that's going to help me knock out a few more activities or like just meditate on time or not feel groggy. Mm-hmm. So if I just have discipline. That's going to carry me forward a little bit. And I mean, this week I got some logo design progress going. I was able to clean the house more frequently and spend more time with the cat and just I feel like I was more organized and I broke things down by discipline of like, all right, the minimum thing I could do is get up. So I don't know, maybe somebody needed to hear that might have been a helpful tip. But, yeah, that's kind of the the biggest part of this week besides, you know, still learning how to walk and whatnot. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. very uneventful this week. Oh, okay. I didn't know that that was still a thing. I just assumed you was out here doing the Armored Titan run. (laughs) <laughs> oh no i wish it's so funny i was trying to discipline the cat and you know he he moved quick and i was trying to grab him and i was moving in a way that like a normal person would with two feet and i was like oh my gosh i almost <laughs> tore this achilles again <laughs> i was like i cannot i don't have quick quick steps just yet damn and my left ankle is like really really swollen still like you can like tell mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah so i'm i think i'm as far as walking is concerned, I think I'm at like 80% speed. This is what it feels like. But I start physical therapy this week anyway, so we'll see where I'm really at. But yeah, I'm not, you know, putting 400 pounds on my back in the gym or yeah. j- jogging yet. But it does feel good to be on two feet for sure. Okay. Even even yesterday, we were walking downtown. This uh, group of old people that were out, <laughs> it was like five of them. They, uh, one of them was like walking really slow. Like he had like a bad knee or something. And they kind of like got into the slow lane and said oh you guys can walk in front of us whatever and we were laughing because i'm like i'm not moving much faster than you <laughs> this is like my th- this is like my third <laughs> third day out here on two feet like, yeah i'm just now walking and so we were all walking at a slow pace and he was like oh how'd you injure your leg i was like so we're just walking slow <laughs> sharing sharing war stories but yes i thought that was pretty funny but uh yeah, yeah how's your week been i was been pretty good it's just been um getting back to like working for myself in a sense of like all right like i got a little things here and there like what do i do as a independent Mm -hmm. contractor creative to not waste my monday through friday and also so i'm not just like aimlessly working on the weekend sure um and i'm enjoying this shit (laughs) so um yeah so we can get uh, straight to the shit Um, cool man um i kind of want to go first Okay. I feel like I've owed y'all something for a while. Um, anybody who's been really, really following us, you know that I spent a good part of last year doing my homework on Jay-Z's albums. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I gave you guys like a good review, but there's no good way to do that within our music Show. period yeah. so much without it being an hour long <laughs> thing and me busting out a notebook and being like <laughs> breaking down lyrics and videos and this and that and his life versus the lyrics and i was like in the structure of our show i think a good way to oh you froze uh but i'm gonna keep talking i think a good way to structure my jay-z homework is to at least come with like gems Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. from the random albums. So yeah, this will, I guess, be a new segment or just a thing I bring up randomly is a uh, Jay Z gems. And okay, can you hear me? I know you, you yeah, froze earlier. You. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so my Jay Z gem of the week uh, is what more can I say? Some may be familiar, some might not be, but I was listening to it while cleaning or something this week, and I was like, yeah, anybody who maybe missed this one or just don't remember, I feel like this is a good proof of me doing my homework and something that like is timeless to me. It still sounds great, uh, speaks to his talent. So yeah, if you want to cue that up, maybe play a little bit of the first verse just to give him okay. some yeah. flavor. I don't know why I thought he came on straight off. What more can I say? I th- so maybe mm-hmm. it's the interview. Inner, you know, the beginning part. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the music up. Turn me down. Google. Let's go get him again. It's time is for the money, my nigga. Brooklyn, stand up. Never been a nigga this good, but it's long, this hood Oh, this pop, this hot, or this strong With so many different flows, this one's for this song The next one I switch up, this one will get bit up These fucks too lazy to make up shit, they crazy They don't paint pictures, they just trace me, you know what? Soon they forget where they club, they hold staff And they try to reverse the outcome, I'm like, huh? I'm not a biter, I'm a writer for myself and others I say a big verse, I'm only bigging up my brother Bigging up my barrel, I'm big enough to do it I'm that barrel, plus I know my own flow is foolish So the rings and things you sing about, bring them out It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth I'm in new sneakers, new seaters, few divas What more can I tell you? Let me spell it for you W-I-L-L-I-E Nobody truer than H-O-V And I'm back for more New York's ambassador Prime Minister Back to finish my business up Um Yeah <laughs> I feel like I feel like a lot of young people hate Drake Or not hate Drake mm. But they try to say Oh he's Biden Because he will say somebody's verse mm-hmm. And he does it a lot yeah. And to me, I think that was the thing that made me feel like, oh, he's not a, because remember he was getting accused of being a culture vulture. He's not a culture vulture. This nigga just likes a lot of shit. <laughs> yes. And I think people do that out of respect mostly, like depending on the artist, when somebody can sprinkle in a classic line or like a couple words, I feel like it's more of like a tip of the hat versus. Yeah. Any and I, I think there's people that do it in a corny way. Like, I feel like when you just, like, say somebody's name that's old or, like, make a weird re- reference to them that's not really... I feel like it's better when you say something they said word for word, especially from a song that's, like, maybe lesser known. It feels like you're doing your homework. It's somebody you respect. It's somebody you listen to. It just... I don't know. I, I, I take it more as a tip of the hat, depending on who it is and how you say it. So, yeah, I, I agree Yeah, because um, he, he kind of mentioned that, like, yeah, if I say a big verse, I'm bigging up my brother. I'm like, okay. But it's, I don't know. And not to make a Jay-Z thing about Drake, but it was just like, huh. I I mean, a lot of this music that Drake or Jay-Z or somebody is referencing and we hear it, like, is usually at least 10 years before niggas was cognizant for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Me, you, and our peers. So it was just like. 
we might have heard that shit because music lasted a little longer. But then there's just so much shit that we didn't hear. Like, yeah. To my knowledge, Mac Dre wasn't uh like mainstream. Mm-hmm. But he was big. Yeah, he was definitely. In the culture. Yeah. So he niggas knew. Like getting. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. But no, also Jay Z just sounded good on that song. For real. Yeah. Um, for real, for real. And it's funny and too. W- w- oh, sorry. I was gonna say uh, while we're in the conversational thing, I was gonna talk about an Alchemist album, but uh, go ahead and get your point off before we. No, I just was thinking it might be time for me to do a Jay Z deep dive too, because even though he does go off present day, I still mm-hmm. have that. I won't. I don't want to say corny, but I think a lot of his worst lines or bars are more present in my head than some of his best shit. And I don't know why that is. Mm, I feel like it's maybe a recency effect and partly. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you have to sit down with some of it and really get in that mindset. It's kind of it's kind of like uh, when I was playing Final Fantasy seven, the, the OG version. Mm-hmm. It's like that awkward feel of like, boy, the character designs are ugly. Like, <laughs> like this music is cool, but it's old sounding and kind of mm-hmm. quiet and da da da. And it's like. It just took me a while to be like, you know what? Nah, this shit came out in 92. This is low-key fire. Nothing was this good at the time. Yeah, and it's hard and to do sometimes. some of these styles are still affecting games today and storytelling in games. Or, like, this shit was this shit was hot. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like sometimes you got to be in it to appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, but you were speaking on the Alchemist project? Yeah, so while we're kind of dipping back, uh, Alchemist actually tweeted yesterday some crazy shit. Uh, he was saying that him and his team have an entire album, like mixed, mastered, produced, vocals, all that. Mm-hmm. That is, um, it's on YouTube and it's under fake names. Like oh everyone's name God. is fake. <laughs> and he said nobody's found it yet. <laughs> like everybody was in the comments blowing up. Like most of it was bullshit. Like people were talking about found it and then just linking their own trash music, <laughs> which was hilarious. Can't to me, hate but, it. Like I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering if like. I've ever come across it and had no idea or some somebody else has. Cause I remember you brought up, um, it was like a Sade and Oh, sad villainy. The MF. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. The MF doom crossover thing. And then like the Kendrick stuff. And I come across those fan made mixes yeah, all the time. And I'm like, album. dang, where's his fake album in the mix? And of what YouTube? do you got like, to do to find it? No, it's just out there. But no, but I'm have, saying like to get the algorithm yeah. to get to you. To, to yeah. Because <laughs> it's like if you didn't do no tags and it's up. unlisted, we're not going to find that shit. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. There's just a secret Alchemist album just floating on YouTube. So uh, if anybody feels like they found it. <laughs> I feel like the clues are in his last album. Like the price of tea in China. Like I'm sure there's like little nuggets somewhere. Oh, the first letter of uh, <laughs> titles. Oh <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure they the TikTok out something. to the nigga who finds it, that's gonna be nuts. But oh even that TikTok yeah. is probably gonna be hard to find somebody looking for the secret. You know what I mean? It's such a the weird... secret alchemist. Out, yeah, it's I don't know. It just got me excited that that kind of a thing exists. Because mm-hmm. there are stuff from like the mixtape and blog era that I'm like, man, some of this shit was exciting. Like I feel like, not to say music isn't as exciting this, these days, but it's like. The I feel like the element of surprise is kind of lost, even with movies too. Yeah, like, you know people are always breaking. No movies, music, and gaming. Low key, the 
element of surprise is getting lost because everyone's like data mining and oh this dude's name is in the credits so he's in the movie which means that they're in the movie and then this is it's like ah this is not yeah. fun anymore yeah like oh here's this secret scene from this game that's coming out in two years and this and that and it's like eh so yeah I say that to say it's dope that there's just a secret Stuff. project that nobody knows about is just out there and it's for free and <laughs> it's quality as possible we just don't know what it's called I think that's super dope. Um, yeah, I'll pass it back to you. And uh, yeah, staying on the kind of like older music sound. Um, mm-hmm. So I had this gig yesterday, and I met this uh, really dope photographer, and we chopped it up, and we talked about music. And he was asking me what I listened to. I told him what he was telling me what he listened to, and he we got to talking about like you know our deep dives and older music. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brought up KRS One, and I was like, I don't feel like. My generation is gonna fucking listen to KRS One. Like I don't, I feel like he's not palatable for whatever reason, outside of like mm-hmm. the sound of the police. But I was like, you know what, you say that, so I'm gonna go listen. And uh, I was gonna say, I think we need a four pack from KRS One. That would be fire. Um, he actually helped me get more into the weeds of older hip hop, which was crazy to think about because I feel like I was in seventh, eighth grade kind of <laughs> discovering the mainstream artists and then starting to get into gorillas and some alternative music so i think it's because of kanye when i was deep diving his mixtapes and whatnot mm-hmm. that's how krs1 came up and i was like i like his voice and i kind of learned to appreciate him um so and yeah it's it's not something that everybody did or does so yeah and I don't want to speak for our generation, but just for me, I'm like, it, something about it just didn't seem appealing. But as I listen mm-hmm. to his older albums, I'm like, no, I feel like you can slide hella these tracks into a playlist and nobody will bet an eye. So then mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, I want to hear him present day because I always hear him talking. And so yeah. he had a 2020 project, which would sound like what you would think, mm-hmm. which isn't what I wanted. I wanted the KRS one, maybe just giving us a little bit of music you know, updates on life. And he actually did a 2019 project, which was exactly what I was looking for. Oh, that's dope. Uh, yeah, it's called street lights and it's, um, it's 30 minutes long, 12 songs. Um, but yeah, so I played a first track on there. Um, just a little bit of it. It's called Mike check. Cool. Hello? Yo, KRS. Yo, what up, Chris? It's TJ. I got this Jesse West beat. She don't waste no time, man. I'm ready to get it in. What's up? You recording? We live on air. Let's get it. Time I open my mouth, it's revolution. Unity, knowledge of self, that's a solution. What am I proving? The skills that I'm using gets the crowd moving. It's live when I'm grooving. Or the bomb cruising, winning, never losing. Rock that link back to New York to Houston. Keep it moving. I don't know what they doing, but for me, I'm doing fine with these rhymes I'm spewing. Huh, I love it. Freestyle to the public. Keep it 100. Name it, we done it. We go back. This is just a bonus track. Free to the public. I might be the oldest. Cat known for rap, the blueprint I'm holding that. These rappers are oxymorons, I'm folding them flat. KRS, you see me smiling, you see me ripping down shows, freestyle rhyming. You see me teaching why the devil despising. You see me sipping kava in the Fiji Islands. Shit's real over here, you better keep looking. I just got off the Queen Mary 2 there in Brooklyn. Rip the UK with the raw MC and ripped Europe, ripped Australia, ripped New Zealand. Yeah, man. <laughs> 
Bro, that was really nice. <laughs> I wanted to hear him popping some shit. I wanted to hear him talking about the consciousness shit he be on and, you know, you're all your need. You all you need and you got to overcome yourself to. And that's what I got. And I was like, damn. And this is two years old. Cool. Um, and then, you know, 2020 with all the shit that was going on. So it was more of a commentary, I guess, which is good, too. But that's what the fuck I wanted. And it was it was dope. Um, damn. That is something I want to visit soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's called um, Streetlights, like KRS-One. Ooh, yeah. But it got me to thinking. I was like, I wonder if he was cool then because it was cool to sound like that and kind of rap like that. But mm. it reminded me of like some of the J. Cole is corny shit. Because I was like, I mm. think this is who J. Cole thinks he is. And not in the Damn. worst way. Not in like a, oh, he's not doing it right. But a like the I I get exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like without being shady, I'm like, yeah, I see this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe who wow. he's becoming, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that was really dope. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to uh, well, the friend of the show since we not name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know if you wanted to dive back into J. Cole or go somewhere else with it. I mean, niggas heard it. Probably going to go somewhere else only because I didn't really listen to it much again this week. It's fine. Uh, I listened to it. it it's still good. Uh, bars could have been better. I think that's on my re-listen. It, it yeah, that's kind of where I was at with it. Like, I'm still it would not. come on shuffle and I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it hasn't gone up or down in my radar it's just very fine, but yeah. I do like where we're going with this old school stuff. Uh, so I do want to play something from the 2006 Jay Dilla beat tape that I had mentioned last week. Uh, title of the song is called Waves. I think this whole tape is very uh, freestyleable, and I know you and I and then some of our friends like trying to pop shit, and I want to help people get out of that whole habit of... Uh, looking up tight beats yeah <laughs> just listen to the dope shit that's there from the the bigger names i think these are inspiring and just classic sounding so yeah waves by jay dilla if you want to cue up a little bit of that and uh <laughs> go ahead and rap for us no <laughs> <laughs> so this is just a beat uh go ahead and show us what you got <laughs> let's go the actual uh project because mm-hmm. i've never cried over like a uh a celebrity death mm-hmm. but this is an actual project i was listening to when i was crying when i found out jay not that i found out jay dilla died because i knew he was dead but i was like oh somebody told me about donuts i'm gonna go listen to donuts and it might have been this song or another song that i like listened to 
a shit ton. And I was like, wait, this is him? Yeah. And it just fucking broke my heart. And I was like, damn. Yeah, man. Such a solid sound. Because like, he made this in the hospital. Mm. Mm-hmm, like when he was, uh, you know, sick and stuff. And Dang. I didn't really know the, the story behind Donuts like that. I like think that's, that's what made wow. me go listen to it. And so when... It might have been that song because I heard that a lot, but it might have been another one. But I was just like, "Oh shit, this is him!" Like no clue because you know Spotify and Pander and yeah. So no, um, that uh, beat tape is really good from two thousand six. Uh, for those that aren't familiar, yeah, there's a lot of great sounds on there. I thought that was one that I was like, "Yeah, everybody could feel this one. It rides." Um, and then I'll play one more beat. While we're still in this old school kick, uh, well, it's actually a 2021 beat, but it still has an old school sound. So I thought it just fit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, SP Crema by Cook and Soul. It's from that uh, whatever volume four that he dropped. And I don't know who actually went over this beat because he has the version of this tape that's actually, you know, people rapping over it or whatever. Yeah. But I just like the instrumental a lot. <laughs> so I want to see how it actually sounds. But yeah, uh, SP Crema. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is definitely the song where I rap about how I grew up not liking my dad, and now I'm a dad. <laughs> and I, I'm trying to piece it up with my dad <laughs> so I yeah. can be a better dad. Like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of picture if I were to make like a Super 8 movie, mm-hmm. but it's like black kids, I feel like I would have this somewhere in the beginning, opening scenes. Uh, and then as far as like just rapping over it, I feel like it definitely would be a couple coming of age bars, a couple of uh, where I am now kind of stuff, and then still talking shit. One of those kind of. Yeah. I was like, man, who could who couldn't get on this? Like, this is just fire. There's something classic about it, but still very just easy. I don't know, it's just easy Damn. on you. You just made up a point because I was like, Vic, not Vic. I always do this. I say Vic Mensa when I mean Vince Staples. I would love to hear nah. Vince Staples on a boom bap tape. Damn. Mm, he could eat this. Yeah. That would <laughs> yeah. be really dope. <laughs> It'd be funny if he's actually on the whatever the, the song version of this is. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, C- Cooking Souls Fire. I think that tape is great. And it would have been a disservice to myself not to listen to a beat tape that has all Crash Bandicoot related titles minus like one or two. But. Mm-hmm. Because there's like the Wrath of Cortex. I thought that beat was pretty fire on there. Um, Insanity Beach. It was pretty cool. So I was like, man, like this was made for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll pass it back to you. Um, yeah. So I think this, if I'm not mistaken, this track is called uh, Andregala. And uh, it came from the 
release radar playlist. Um, it's by Chiki L. Dale Lavina and Freddie Gibbs, which really caught me because I was just letting that shit ride. It sounds good. And then um, this nigga started just going off. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, I need to hear that again. <laughs> whoa, 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 he came in way too hot, bruh. I'm like, you know, because it, and I was like, oh, I listened to all that music from the uh J Balvin shit, so release right there. I was giving me this, but to give him me <laughs> a song with Freddie Gibbs on there doing that, <laughs> bro, he went crazy. <laughs> Dog, just, if I heard that, if I heard that out, bro. <laughs> What I'm nah, saying, bro. They have to shut the club down. But to be honest, that's why I like hate fire. going out because I listen to shit like this, and then we go hear the same twenty songs. I'll be like, bro. But no, I feel like I could finesse that. Um, hearing mm-hmm. that somewhere out here, there's enough fusion spots. Dude, it was so funny because yesterday when we were out, we heard. So the DJ did a mix of "Can We Talk." And it was over a beat that like we just couldn't figure out whatever the beat was, but it was familiar. Mm-hmm. The crowd loved it, but you know me and my <laughs> <laughs> me and my picky. I was like, "There's something to be desired here, but this beat isn't it. I don't I don't know what I want to hear, but he's close." But I was like, "Who am I? Like the crowd is eating this up." <laughs> like, like it was, can we talk? Slow it down and over some beat. And I was like, "I don't know if it's a Snoop beat." A Buster Rhymes beat, a Missy Elliott beat. It's one of them, but the, everybody's eating it up. But uh, no, it's just funny that you actually played something that's like, you know, a fusion of sounds and yeah, talking and about DJ talk. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> this needs somebody needed to to run this. Yeah, and then just the way he changed his voice to like, because I thought it was a Caribbean dude, and I was like. This is Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, he came in way too fire on that. Yeah. That's great. Um, uh, I might be at the end of my list for this week, to be honest, because I don't really listen to much. I watched a lot of content, but I haven't been moving and shaking, so the music has been pretty off. Cool. Uh, let's see. I have another kind of just conversational thing. So you know how "Touch It" is like the the Busta Rhymes song is like all over TikTok now. I was no, kind of thinking, oh, well, it's it's been played a lot mm-hmm. as a background song. I don't know. But I was like, man, this song was on the radio a hell of a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm sure the people that like hear it now don't even think of it much. And I think what caught me is like how in the verse. Uh, no, I think. Yeah, it's because the verse he's like. um, 
something something shorty was kicking it out i turned around she tried to put my dick in her mouth and i was like what wild shit is going on where he's like talking about she tried to (laughs) she tried to put his dick in his mouth i was like or in her mouth so i listened to the song the original Mm -hmm. and i was like okay this is a pretty wild freaky song like this is pretty and i was like man it was on the radio like every day um but then i was i noticed there's a remix and i was like damn this shit is a star-studded remix and it's mostly women on it too and so i was just kind of like going down the weeds of like was there a big controversy with the song in the first place and then he like shitted on people's opinions by having a bunch of women on the remix and i don't know it was just like going down the rabbit hole but the remix had mary j blige papoose Mm, uh like it was just like star-studded and i was like man what happened to these star-studded remixes we need more of these like uh yeah, I don't know. I just kind of. How yeah, do you feel, feel about? They feel so forced now. Yeah, they feel like a, you know, like they're trying to say something by doing it instead of just like. They all like feel strongly about this beat and yeah, everybody. Because I'm like, how often are we getting like Mary versus you know? Um, yeah. so I thought that was really <laughs> you know. I thought that was pretty dope, uh, and they all. Uh, I think Missy was on it too. They all rapped like the same style. Like they had like a quick like eight bars, and then they had like the moment where he like is like turn it up, and then they all oh yeah, like, yeah 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 going crazy with mm-hmm. the beat uh, like damn near acapella and all that. So I was like, yeah, this is fire. We need more stuff like this. Not only Star Set of Remixes, but like they all kind of do the same thing. And oh yeah, so I'm looking at the no, this is yeah, it's Mary J. Blige, Busta, of course, DMX. Uh, Missy Elliott, Rod Diggs, Lloyd Banks, and Papoose. I'm like, what? <laughs> and and everybody ate. So I was like, yeah, this is something that needs to to keep happening. Just I need it. Five minute star studded remixes of stuff. Bring it back, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> <clears throat> and then I think just on like a lookout thing, like a release radar kind of mm-hmm. pay attention. Uh, Masego dropped a single that. Maybe next week I'll actually play. I think it's pr- pretty good. And there's a music video for it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trust the Sopranos, Benny Butcher album. It has a song on there that I played before, but this is like the... I don't think this is a situation where it's a deluxe because there's only two songs that are familiar okay. and the rest are new. And there's this song where this uh, this girl had the last verse. I don't know her rap name, but she actually had the best verse on there. So I was like, I think that might be a song that I play next week. Uh, well, overall, the project is pretty good. So, yeah, I think next week we can talk about it. I won't necessarily say it's homework for next week. Yeah. Like, the project was, like, fine. Like, it wasn't, like, great. But then one project that I think might actually be homework for next week is uh, Smiling Without Teeth by Genesis Owusu. Uh, he's kind of... I, I honestly was trying to think before the show how to describe his music. Because there's, like, a song that he had that had prince sounding elements like that like 80s pop kind of thing but then there's also just like some rap elements some stuff that Tizo would do like alternative grungy stuff so yeah the dude is super talented but i'll kind of say that's homework for next week um yeah i think that's a i think that's a good spot for this week we'll come back with some of these but yeah i think those are just good suggestions for y'all if you're on the on the lookout okay yeah with that being said you can play us in 
TikTok friends, man, said they don't like Fire Force and that it's an abomination. Oh, not an abomination. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What's what's not working for them? I That's don't know. Strong... We was in the comments. Um, maybe I'll make a video. I'm like, hey, I really enjoy our TikTok friendship, but just stitch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, not an abomination. I've seen people like talking about fan service. That's its weakest point, and it's like glaring, but it's telling a great story. There's great action, sound design. Uh, oh, girl falling out of her clothes is stupid annoying. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a glaring, you know, weak point, but the story's good, and it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Abomination, I feel like it's strong. I mean, it's TikTok. You know how niggas are in the comments. Um, yeah. But uh, let's get to it, man. <laughs> I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like Abomination is just like, you can't act like it's the first show to be this way or do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's not like shitting on. It's not like all the other greats are just prim and proper at all times. And this is the show that's like, wearing sweatpants to the fancy restaurant <laughs> and just like smelling but you know what i'm saying like it's not just <laughs> it's not just looking weird it's not yeah i don't know i'm gonna ask I like her hopefully i don't totally get blocked because she is pretty cool yeah <laughs> but see this is why i love just calmly feeling this way about these things it's like i disagree and that's okay you can call it an abomination but we ain't gotta trade blows over it I yeah see that too, nah. too much and i know how dudes like, be about uh, shit like which had i not known i probably would have been like why you say that but i'm like i know niggas be tripping <laughs> i think my least favorite brand is not only people that like get overly argumentative but it's like i feel like it's a thing dudes do is like i'm not gonna be yelling at you but i'm gonna say something snarky even though we're still talking about something fictional i'm gonna say something that's just like not necessarily out of pocket, but just like, was it snide? I don't know. Because it kind of brings up a point that I was going to bring up this week. So it's good that you kind of just brought that up. Uh, 
there was a conversation of Toto and Yuji from uh, Drawing a Blank. To, Toto my and Yuji versus, yeah, uh, no, not My Hero. Um, oh, uh, Jujutsu. Jujutsu Kaisen, mm-hmm. yes. Toto and Yuji versus uh, Yusuke and Kurobara from Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. And somebody was basically saying that Yusuke and Kurobara would absolutely wash Toto and Yuji. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like that. Like, I've watched all of Yu Yu Hakusho pretty recently, and I'm as caught up with the anime as I can be on uh, Jujutsu. And I'm like, I don't know about Wash. Like, Yusuke is strong as hell, especially at his full form. Like, yeah, that's, I don't know, that's somebody not to fuck with. But I feel like Kuwabara at full strength is still just not exactly <laughs> that hard to beat. But this one dude was just saying, like, their power levels, like the spirit level or whatever, is just so much higher in Ladi Da. And I'm like, it's fiction. Like it's hard. I don't, I don't know. Like it's hard to put that shit in numbers. And I know some people just seem to have the ability to do that. Like, I don't. I don't pretend to be one of these. Like I seen a video like that today where he was power like, level like calculators and all. I, I'm not one of them. But it's like I feel like dude was trying to defend Yusuke and Korobara to the point that it was like he was getting like snarky about it. Like, <laughs> like oh, you must not be considering there. It's like ah, like don't, don't be weird about it. Don't like, tell me to carry the one. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, bro. Don't don't power level. Like, I see this dude busting up like big boulders and doing X, Y, and Z. That's all I see. I'm not calculating like the force of <laughs> the moves and like who told you their power levels, their spirit power or pressure or whatever. It's like who told you it's stronger? Like maybe I missed. He went to ask line. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like thinking about these things and like. Going back and forth, but when it's like you get in the weeds like that, hey, you got it. You're right. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> like there's a certain point. But yeah, I just could they lose? Absolutely. Washed? I don't know. I don't know about washed. But mm-hmm. your, your abomination thing kind of brought me there. <clears throat> um, gosh, I would probably must not have been that important. I had another little tangent off of something about that, but. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to it. I'm sure. Was well, something maybe I tweeted you? Maybe I don't know. No, no, it was a it was going into the Yu Yu Hakusho thing, coming off of the oh, abomination yeah, yeah, yeah. thing about maybe fan service or just a more conversational piece about anime and the community. And but I, I kind of forgot it. You're good. I think uh, I would like to get to Castlevania if you're about that. To, I don't you know how much it, right? you. Yeah. I, um, I think I did it in like two sittings. I, I had to love that show. Yeah, I'm surprised it took me so many sittings. I don't. I've been mm. weird and it's weird. <laughs> um, but I, the one thing that I think mm. I noticed when I finished it was how convoluted fight scenes could be mm. compared to Go anime. Yeah. Um, there was a point where I was like, what the fuck is happening on the screen? <laughs> like, I, I knew I niggas was dying, but, like, about. how? Was was it the fight where Sifa was going off? I think so, yeah. Like, one yeah. of the last couple ones. Yeah, yeah I was, was like, a point where there was a lot. Like, bodies were just flying. Ice was flying. People were just, yeah, it was It was. It was bad, too, because I'm like, I know this is supposed to be hard, and it looks hard, but I also want to know how you're killing people. It was chaotic. It was very <laughs> chaotic. I don't know if you ever watched um, Overwatch gameplay, just like Mm-mm. ever seen it. Mm-mm. But 
is basically like imagine Apex Legends, but it's like six on six in a very, very small space. And people's powers are like drastically different. Like after the show, just watch some like competitive Overwatch play. And tell I can't me, imagine six legends just, on any bro, team. Six on six in a very, very small map, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Apex feels like it's like a college campus, right? Like like a yeah. Purdue sized campus of people running around trying to find each other and flying. <laughs> but no, nah, Overwatch is like you take a like a football stadium. Plus a couple buildings, maybe like that's what it feels like. And they're just like in that 12 people. So that's it's funny you brought that up because I'm like, yeah, that's how Overwatch feels to watch. Like there's like so much going on and I bet something dope just happened. But I fucking missed it. Yeah. <laughs> like somewhere in the weeds of these bullets and robots, something dope happened, but I lost it. Yeah, yeah I was like, OK, was- I'm going to save this until I'm not doing anything. Because I was like cleaning up. I was like, it's a lot going on. Um, But that which I think another thing is just cool about animation, because it's like in a movie, like. Your punch is your punch, but it's like, how does the ge- geometry of the punch impact everything? Like, mm-hmm. it affects how I feel about it. So, while it's cool, I felt like the colors was just running together at a point. Oh yeah, I, I think it was that. F- it had to be. I think it was that fight where Sifa C- uh, ended up like making an ice ring around herself and split everybody in half like it was right before that scene because that was like the slowest part of that fight mm-hmm. i think right before that there was just so much going on in front of them um so yeah did you uh wrap up this season did i did i did everything? okay cool uh i was gonna say though in defense of some of these more chaotic fights when trevor alucard and sifa ended up oh i guess you know spoilers, well yeah i didn't know if we were getting to the spoilers end of season yet. four uh, I guess I'll speak on a high level mm-hmm. real quick because there's only so much more I can say yeah. for anybody that's like been following us all these yeah. these episodes. Like Castlevania is a ten out of ten, and I think it balances comedy, storytelling, and action in ways that a lot of our favorite anime maybe don't do or mm-hmm. don't pace well. Mm-hmm. I think it it just gets it tells you what it's trying to tell you quickly. It finds a way to be funny without being like over the top. Um, like they just mix in like snarky stuff. Some might say they overuse the F word, but I think it comes in at a great time every time because this is that like it's Castlevania. Like it's that vampire Dracula era stuff, but they're talking about some you ain't you, not, you know, not word for it, but like you ain't shit. Like fuck off. Like yeah. leave me alone. You, you fucking stink. Like they, they say goofy shit like that that you wouldn't expect. And it just, it just works. I will uh, say when mm-hmm. the last couple of episodes, I was like, having a parent moment i'm like uh-uh this is too much cussing <laughs> <laughs> i was like what are they I, doing I, I thought it was a i thought it was an easy way to like lighten up the tone but then also like have lines that make sense to us as an audience yeah actually like, I feel like this like show for people our age it makes sense they're just like man fuck off like shit like that like yeah yeah this mm-hmm. this works this is a double but anyway off of the high level spoiler. we spoiler yeah let's talk. get into it yeah, uh, that fight at the end where Alucard, Trevor, and Sifa team back up and they got to basically, it's like a, that boss fight scene mm-hmm. where it's just like six niggas waiting in the ba- balcony, just mm-hmm. waiting for them and they just go, I'm like, yeah, this is hard. Like, they didn't even say like, oh my God, who are they? Like, there was no like, haha, you can't get past us. 
because we like there was no like talk. It was just like on site. <laughs> Six random, you know, monsters they've never seen before that are clearly tough. Like they almost died, and they were just they just went right to it. There was no talking. It's just like all right, what's up? <laughs> and uh, this is what Trevor's second use of a brand new weapon, the like mm-hmm. cr- the cross thingy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I also want to bring up a fact about that cross. So this uh, other pod I was listening to this week, they were talking about like censorship in different countries, mm-hmm. and Castlevania was kind of brought up in it. And I guess when the games were first out, in I think it was Japan. I don't remember if it was Japan or some other place, but there was they didn't want Christianity to be like promoted. So they didn't call like crosses crosses. They called them something else, even though it was clearly like a cross, a Christian cross weapon. They called it something else to like not seem like they're promoting Christianity. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Hmm. But it was wild. Like after listening to that, seeing the episode, he's like, oh, this is a cross. Yeah, I'm finna fuck niggas up with this. (laughs) It's like, yeah. Oh, this this is is a cross knife. This is absolutely a cross. Hell yeah. (laughs) they're not ready for this like i don't know i like that it's just like it just stayed true to what it's supposed to be and i kind of appreciate that we don't have like at least that type of awkward censorship in that way we do have weird things that are censored but i was like yes just it it is what it is like Mm -hmm. if if vampires you know are you know anti-christian thing fine let it let it be what it's supposed to be so that was cool but yeah that fight scene was dope um not for nothing. I like that vampire who's like, was it that that gay couple? That va- those mm-hmm, vampires. Mm-hmm. I kind of like them. Yeah. Uh, and her her fight scene was dope, where she's like, "Hey, get in the coffin. I'm like, <laughs> get in the get in the fucking coffin. I gotta put on this daytime suit and slaughter this army real quick." Like, yeah, she I did just not like play that, with them niggas. Yeah, that contrast of her being like the sweet lady at home and then hold on let me i gotta go slaughter the whole village real quick <laughs> well it's funny you say that and this is a little adjacent to the mm-hmm. show but i no, was literally just yeah. having a conversation about how i think people if it's possible should go on a work day with their significant others so they can understand what niggas is doing for real mm. it's insightful as shit and i think it just helps the overall relationship but yeah, that's real. That, it's, no, it's funny you say that because I'm like, I work from home. So there's like a lot that is exposed because I've had like mental breakdowns at the houses from like work issues and uh, sometimes during and then definitely at the end of my shift, I have to like call certain people. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, sometimes my girlfriend will be home while I'm like yelling to myself about bullshit that's going on at work or like I got to make my work calls and I'm putting on that work voice and my work is all on the screen and so yeah it's like I'm exposed to that and then to bring it back to the show it is yeah like who you're with is one person at home and then they have to put on a whole different mindset and face and whatever in the heat of battle and I guess the more close thing that we can both relate to is like us in school or something or like around our parents haha thanks for coming down and then two hours later it's like all right we had a football game or like you're wrestling it's like yeah. you're just a whole different person and if it, it does feel cool to like have somebody see that but then to bring it right back to the show 
I thought it was really good um, storytelling where she, you you could visibly see that she was sad, right? Like she like murdered like hundreds of people trying to kill her and, uh, you know, sneak attack the vampires. And it's like, why is she sad? She was like ready for battle. She's going off. Her girlfriend is safe, but she's visibly upset. So she comes back to the tent and is like, you know, like I want us to like live in peace and safety, but we have to fight like like i explained before but i just killed hundreds of like farmers and just fathers and they weren't even warriors like i did not enjoy that like yeah they was just trying to take care of me with they pulled up on me like sneak attack with the weapons they should have but they were just farmers like that did not feel good i was like wow that's some good writing because like there's a lot of scenes like that where people who are just trying to defend the village have to try to do something but you don't really get the scene of like the you know antagonist being like fuck this kind of sucks <laughs> that and i she, had to do that she said something along mm-hmm. the lines of like i seen the fear but not like fear of me but fear about their family yeah like they're more worried about they're scared of me but they're more scared for the safety of their family and that's why they brought their bum asses out here to get slaughtered like this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that that was excellent writing. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like that was really good. Um, just, just another reason this show is a ten, man. Like, I thought that was a really fantastic scene. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I didn't really care, or maybe I missed the whole ending death thing. I thought that was kind of dumb. The way they portrayed death, or because was it not death, or was it death? Okay, so I feel like I paid decent attention. He calls himself death, but he's not. His own, he, he's he's he eats dead souls and like tries to cause chaos to do that. But he's not technically death. He's not actually the Grim Reaper. Okay, okay, but he was just because I think Trevor straight up said he is a he is a vampire, just like a soul sucking vampire, basically. Who's yeah? He just eats the dead. Like that's what his fuel is. That's his blood, but he isn't death. death. Okay. Yeah, that, that, okay, then that's it. cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, "This show has been doing so good to do this," but that makes sense. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, just... he's just some creeping ass vampire. Okay. Trevor versus death was fire though. Yeah, he was he was on the ropes. <laughs> no, no, no pun intended with his, his damn weapon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that fight was pretty cool, actually. But I'm glad I caught. I was like, what? Yeah, because I was confused. I was like, what is he then? If he's not death. St. Germain is a fucking scammer. Yeah. <laughs> he was speaking he was off the shit. <laughs> speaking of that. uh, Yeah, that shit's real. Niggas got philosopher stones. I don't know if he peeped. Oh, all, it, it, they got heavy into the alchemy. They got heavy the into the alchemy, and that nigga made yeah. a philosopher's stone. That shit was red. He went into the shape to the place. That portal is where Alphonse lost his arm. Like the infinity yeah. door or whatever. That's the same shit. They is it, that shit. I think he was he was finna go visit Yasuke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna never let the time travel thing go. But yeah, I think oh, I think some version of that exists. <laughs> I'm not stepping through that door <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, 
I'm gonna end up accidentally rotating to the universe where everything is just a spider, like everything. Like, <laughs> just spiders everywhere taking the sub. Like it's Earth, but just we're all eight-legged somethings. I'm gonna be like, fuck, <laughs> this is the wrong universe. Next door is the one where I'm rich. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Saint Germain, the Infinity Door. I was thinking of another moment that was like really good writing. Oh yeah, I kind of liked when he um. So, you know, for three, four episodes, he's scamming, plotting, scheming, trying to get my girl back, go through these doors. I'll kill anybody if I have to, blah, 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 blah. And it's dark and unfortunate. And there's the whole like, fuck, he's about to bring back Dracula and da, da, da. But then another shout out for good writing is when he was like, yes, uh, I'm about to be God, but God's also about to fuck pretty soon. I can't wait. Like <laughs> He literally just said he can't wait to have sex again. I'm like, yeah. That sounds like some a twisted individual who's doing whatever, <laughs> like willing to have the whole world be destroyed to get his girl back. He's horny. And he's, yeah, so I thought that was really good writing. He's like, yes, I get to have sex soon. And <laughs> she didn't like, want him no more, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my thing. I think that was the thing that I was screaming. I was like, nigga, she don't even want you. She left. Bruh. Twice. Bruh. And that's why I text you. I was like, did anybody ask <laughs> ask Dracula he want to come back? Like, yeah. Y'all keep talking about, we got to bring him back. Like, he, no, he was not having a good time. Like, <laughs> he, not, he didn't care about y'all following him and being faithful to his whatever. Like, nah, bro. He just wanted to, to do his thing. Like, y'all are ridiculous. So, um, but yeah, I think those are like my main thoughts. Um, good show, good writing, good fighting. Um, you cleared up the death thing that had me kind of pissed yeah. off. Um, some level of alchemy is weird, w- real, and I don't want to get into that weird shit. But um, yeah, them almost making a rebus mm-hmm. is that what they called it? Yeah, mm-hmm. the rebus that that scene was crazy when Dracula and his wife were like in that body for a minute. Like, are we alive? Like. Oh shit! I can't get out of this. Like that shit was creepy. Because <laughs> you know I don't like involuntary human transformation. So for two people to be in one body with no eyes, just like they, we've been dead for a while, and just yeah, like, one we're breast. here but we're not here. And I was like, ugh, <laughs> like that's a fucking nightmare. I feel like the mm-hmm. philosophy behind the rebus would probably be like really interesting, but I don't want that in my cookies. <laughs> yeah, somebody's gonna be knocking on your door for real because it's with like the, the whole put like, this on and come with me, yin yang mm-hmm. philosophy to like go through eternity. Like, you need that. I'm like, pretty sure this is probably some cool ass lore. Yeah. yeah, 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 that shit was something, man. Uh, I don't know, I just love this universe. Uh, for this art style being so. I don't know, American, I don't know what to say, but like the way that it looks like a lot of shows that aren't necessarily action based, mm-hmm. they did a great job using this for these long winded. Fo- oh, wait, hold on, bro. I feel like we're almost getting off this show without talking about Isaac. And that's a that's a disservice to the guy. Yeah, he he had a great stretch of. No, he did. Episodes, great writing when he was talking to the monster like, oh, he, yeah. He, he, Eat, eat these berries like see you you think you're dead but you can be whatever you want to be and like or whatever i want you to be and like 
our definition of life and this journey and recreating society. It can be whatever I want it to be. And like his journey from being in chains and all this stuff to like commanding an army of, you know, the undead and like the way he talks so calmly and like literally doesn't break a sweat like ever, even when he's <laughs> in the heat of battle. I'm like, nah, Isaac is a really, really dope character, like front to back. Great voice acting, great design, uh, his philosophy and mentality and him trying to slowly define what he wants life to be in the world to be. Cause I feel like a lot of like light villain, anti-hero things of, or even just straight up villains. They're like, all right, they hated on me. I'm mad. I want to start the world over. I'm going to just start killing people. Right. But Isaac's like, all right, they had me fucked up. The whole world is fucked up, but not everybody like it's just like he kind of like was actually thinking like there was a process there was a confliction there was something going on in him that wasn't just straight up like i'm mad so i'm gonna start busting shit up like it's just like he was thinking he was unsure like i like that he was well-rounded in his thought process and all that and Sure, he was willing to do whatever it takes, which is fine. But I liked it. We got to see him think things through and not just be mad, slamming tables and talking shit. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought, I thought that was amazing development. And his fight with that uh, female vampire was nuts. Him versus Camilla was crazy. Yeah, and I just felt like it was such good dramatization of how hard she was going because that whole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm top floor of castle was just a pool of blood sleeping down the stairs and she just keep killing niggas after they keep coming and then by herself isaac ass pulls up and she's like fuck <laughs> like she was on her knee like exhausted damn near like she was still she was like fuck it like I gotta, and i think her eyes filled up red with blood too while the floor was bloody and they were just gliding on the blood and i was like this is hard I like, think I would have liked to see a little more play into that, but I mean, I don't know. What, like her like bending the blood or something? No, or, just like a ooh, like a slip. Like not a fall or like a you almost oh, got Oh, the fact me. that they're not yeah. Just like a subtle like a ooh, and then catching yeah, yourself. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. felt like that would have cuz I do feel she, like she she used it to blind him at mm-hmm, one point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. Um, that would have been really cool. But everybody can't Akadama drive this shit. <laughs> like cuz yeah, I'm just thinking still, about they like still got my favorite background so far. That that fight Yeah, like I'm just imagining tech, in the tech room. Every footstep, blood splashing like that's unnecessary shit. But <laughs> it would it would have been fly, bro. It would have been fly. Um or even if she like used the blood to like teleport, like on some Mortal Kombat shit, like turning into blood. And oh back yeah, up, that could that could have been really hard too. There was a moment that I can't remember, but it was definitely a fight uh, where it reminded me of a, a game, and then I realized, oh, this was a game first. When card turned into bats when he got caught up maybe i think so that shit was hard and i was like yeah, maybe. he was tied up he was about to get hit again he turned himself into bats and then turned himself back into his full body i think he i think it was with alucard i think it was when he was fighting that thing or they was fighting that big ass dinosaur tank <laughs> oh yep yep and like he no like, there were moments like that, that i'm glad you bring that up because it felt like video game in some moments like even just the fact that they 
always had to go up mm-hmm. to get to the final boss. Like they always had to go up some stairs, up a tower. They, they was always going up. Like it was very subtle. Like we're going to fight the final boss. Like yeah, there's gonna be some minions. Then like a heavy tank. Then a moment to breathe and heal. Then we go back up some stairs. We fight the five minions. Then we gotta. And then we gotta fight the final boss for real, for real. Like, yeah. And we're still upstairs by the moon outside, like all that. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that, that's how games be going. But yeah, that was my only, um, my main thing as it related to Mortal Kombat, which was it didn't have that for me. Um, it didn't do the the subtleties of a game properly. Yeah, and like I said, mm-hmm. I I always forget that this was a game first. Mm, I guess it's harder though because there are no subtleties in Mortal Kombat <laughs> so maybe I'm just using the wrong word but yeah there is a way where you have to yeah you should lean into it more when it's Mortal Kombat there are no subtleties yeah yeah Um, tough to do but I think that's all I have yeah no that serves it well I, I would have felt bad if we didn't talk about Isaac at all Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. oh great great yeah mm-hmm. one thing before we get off of it netflix really did sleep on their animated shit because i went back I, I think season one was only like four episodes and then season two was eight and then it's like 10 and 10 and it's just like we talked about um b and all the other shit that they like created and then it was like oh niggas like anime well <laughs> get your ass in the booth like <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, um, only other thing I watched this week was uh, Last Hero, Inuyashiki. Sweet, yeah, me too. I think I'm on episode six right now. Okay, damn, you kept watching. I think I might be on like four. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm glad you said that because then I can kind of. Mm-hmm. The yeah. last because it just it just got to the point where I was like, bro, I have to keep seeing what's going on. It, it was getting late though. I was like, fuck, I gotta stop watching because it's late. But also like this shit is cooking up. But uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I guess another spoiler if y'all haven't seen it. But uh, the last thing I remember was like the first time they kind of got into it. The old man and the young dude. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Uh, so yeah, now that I've actually properly watched it, I'm going to talk high level for Inuyashiki mm-hmm. Last Hero. Uh, it's a it's, it's animated by MAPPA, so you already know the shit looks dope. Um, but yeah, long story short, this old man and this teen in high school get not necessarily abducted, but this alien ship like crashes in this park where they just both happen to be. They're like unrelated. They don't know each other, whatever. Uh, old man's family don't really respect him. They don't be paying attention to him. Like they just, he just feels like a, he feels like the ugly stepchild in his old house, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. And then the, the other kid, he's, He's smart, high school kid, parents are divorced, uh, quiet, but very weird views on the world, right? So they both end up in the park, alien ship crashes, and it's very short. Like, the aliens are like, oh, shit, I think we hurt some people. And then the other alien's like, uh, well, fix them. And they're like, we only have weapons with us. And he's like, okay, make them weapons. Like, for like, do what you have to do. Like, we're not here to kill nobody. This is a mistake. Like, fuck. So they fix the old man in Yashiki and they fixed the kid hero H I R O. Uh, yeah, they both get, you know, quote unquote fixed and they become these like cyborgs basically that like s- split their heads open like Drake on that Sprite commercial. <laughs> like, and, uh, Inuyashiki, while his life is not necessarily fun, 
he's a good man. Like he respects life and people and he loves his family, even though maybe they're like not the way they used to be, whatever. And then Hero, uh, he's a twisted individual. So the show is about their contrasting uses of their newfound abilities. Like they can fly and shoot lasers. They can tap into technology and find where you live and scan your face and take over TVs and electronics and all that. So there's the show is about the contrasting uses of these abilities and uh, because they're basically indestructible death machines and Mm -hmm. so far the aliens don't even matter anymore like they're not controlling either of them they're literally themselves with free will but guns jetpacks uh yeah oh mind you their guns don't have bullets like they shoot lasers they can fly through shit tap into technology and they have healing powers so it's all that with their contrasting uses of the powers. Mm-hmm. That's what the show is. 11 episodes, animated great, good writing. Very very dark tone though. Like if yes. you aren't looking for a show with like blood, abuse, like of a sexual nature, like just really really dark shit, you it might not be for you. And it was just but if rough this sounds, trying to power yeah. through Castlevania in that. I'm like this shit is dark. Nah, I didn't watch them back to back. Because <laughs> nah. to go from alchemy to like this, <laughs> nah, I, I couldn't do it. No, they're not like together. Yeah, but, um, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's no. It's gonna be no less than an eight for me. Like my out of ten. Like mm-hmm. it's a fire show, but very dark. Um, yeah. So that's my high level recommendation. Definitely watch it if you can handle a dark eleven episodes about some robots. One's good. One's bad. Uh, so yeah spoiler talk but I guess halfway through not all the way through Mm -hmm. maybe finishing up next week but uh, yeah what are some of your thoughts so far Um, animation is good but I like how moody it is Mm, like I liked when he was he put up on his friends like hey there's a slasher going around I was like is that you and then dude was like huh no like what and then he's like, hey, I want to show you something. And he kills the bird. And then uh, he, like, brings all the porn up on the TV. And then he's like, this is a good spot. And then he just starts causing all these, like, car accidents. Like, he's doing an orchestra. And his friend is just like, oh, shit. <laughs> this ain't good. Dude, that sequence was incredible. It took me back to, like, those early, not early, like, mid-2000s movies that were, like, about teens with powers. And- mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that, I was like, yeah, this is this is that shit that I was watching when I was a kid, but like kicked up. It wasn't Jumper, but there was another one where it was like set in Seattle and the four kids got powers. But one of them, like, yeah, Michael B. Was, Jordan was, was one of them. That one, that movie. Like, what it is that? Me, yeah. What the fuck was that movie? I liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it took me back to that era. And then there was that movie with um, Gerard Butler and he was like a prisoner. I think Gamer was what it was called. Mm-hmm. He was in prison, but in, you could fight for your life by like getting in base. It was basically Apex Legends, mm. but, pri- but prisoners. Like he was able to fight his way out of prison, but then he's like, man, fuck this whole system. And he tried to like bust it up and whatever. But anyway, it took me back to that era. Like Chronicles, that whole moment. It was like, thank you. Chronicle was fire. Like <laughs> that was a good teen movie. Um, but anyway, I was going to say that uh, when he first got into the bedroom and he's checking on his friend, like, oh, why haven't you been in school? Like, that was like, 
it made me think like the kid in bed who didn't go to school is the one that got the powers yeah that's what i thought he's too. like oh are you a, like they, they played me that's good writing they played me okay because like, i thought i just was not paying attention n- no they they that was excellent writing they're like bro you why you ain't been in school it's like, oh shit because he, he's tired from murder <laughs> <laughs> nah he's just sad because he was getting bullied and i was like oh god the kid that's getting bullied is gonna have a revenge tour but it's like nope it's his friend who wants him to go to school it's actually really fucked up and twisted and yeah, I think the fact that he's not shooting bullets and that he's not limited by um, location or any, like he can do it. He can kill through technology and all that kind of. I'm like, yo, this is really terrifying. But he's like smiling and calm and his friend is terrified. But you don't see it on his face. Like he's just like, fuck, like this is not good. Like because he's like, what magic trick are you doing? Like, wait, 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 what are you doing? Like, yeah, huh? I mean, have you seen Juice? How you, how you do that? Juice, like the 90s movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the vibes I got, like, after ah, he yeah, crashed yeah, yeah, that yeah. car. It was like, yo, Bishop is tripping. Like, <laughs> we got to get the gun from Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's no, how that's I felt. That's a, yeah, that's a, actually uh, a great comparison. Because <laughs> it was just like, uh, but he's like, that's my boy, though, so we should be good, right? Like, you're not going to kill me, right? And he's like, damn, you're going to ask me that? And see, I feel I I had moments where I was like, "What would I do in um, what's his, his friend? I don't I forget his friend's name, but like, what would I do if I was the friend? Like, if my f- homie pulled up on me, is like, stay in school, but I'm also like this invincible killing machine. I'll be fucking terrified. <laughs> and uh, I guess this is like I don't, I don't know if you've seen this scene, but when the friend ends up like realizing like the extent of hero's abilities. And he's like, wait, 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 if he's not limited by space and time and da, 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 that means that he can hear anything at any distance. So at that moment, I'm like, bro, why are you talking out loud at all? Cause he's like talking out loud of like, I got to figure out how to stop him. Like, he can't be the one like saving people. He's the one hurting people. It's like, bro, I would think it, but I wouldn't even <laughs> be saying it out. I, yeah. So there's like a scene where, uh, hero's friend ends up meeting Inuyashiki. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't know why they were talking out loud. Like, I, f- I feel like that would have been a dope scene of them to like be writing on a chalkboard to each other instead of talking. Just cause like, I would be so terrified of like hero hearing me say like, I got to figure out how to stop this nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then him just pulling up to my house like, are we good? <laughs> but there was also a scene where they walked by each other in school after the fact. And they just like didn't make eye contact. So I'm like, okay, Hero knows like just to leave this dude alone. I don't know if he knows that he's actively trying to figure out how to stop this shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I do like the the, the tension between them. But I was just thinking, if I was in his shoes, like, what the fuck would I do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she would be. T- I wouldn't even talk out loud about him. I never would. Uh, and so I feel like it kind of things that you mm-hmm. sours a friendship because it's like, you know, you talk shit to your friend, so I do. So it's like, yeah, if the worst case is we get into an argument, and worse than that, we might fight and not be friends. That's fine. But there's a whole process of us arguing. You going to get a gun, you pulling out the gun, but if your finger <laughs> or a look. 
Bro. That <laughs> can't even. <laughs> yeah, he could look at you a certain way. Oh nah. But yeah, like the first family he killed was. Ugh. That shit pissed me off, man. Yeah, this show is written really well. Like this shit, it, it goes there. It's fucking dark. Wait, man. wait, wait. Speaking of, was some weird shit happening in that tub? With the the dad taking a bath with his son. Yeah. And the only reason why I say that is not because it was taking a bath, but what the kid was saying. Didn't he say, show me the horsey or something? He said froggy. And there was no, like, TV in the room or nothing. No toys, no nothing. There was no nothing in the... And I feel like if I was taking a bath with my son, we'd be, like, across from each other. Like, not sitting in my lap in the tub. Yeah. Not that big. Yeah. If he was smaller, yeah. maybe. Not talking yeah. to me. Yeah, like an infant. And they didn't address it either. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I'm tri- tripping. Nope, it's not just you. I, f- I was like, um... Yeah, that scene was a little weird. I was like, what? But I think they needed it to set up how they end up dying. I think... I, I mean, not the... the uh, I think their positioning was just to set up him trying to protect the kid in the tub. But their dialogue was very strange. Mm-hmm. But also, there are other anime I've seen where there's like family bath scenes. I think it was a um, not Spirited Away. What's that other one that I just watched? One of those Studio Ghibli films. The daughters were taking a bath with their dad, and they were just being playful in the tub, and it was nothing weird. So I'm like, it might just be a cultural like. Yeah, and I'm like, thing I don't think that that's off. the weirdest thing. It just yeah. was, you know, America no, the, the, versus... The dialogue, the dialogue and positioning and shit, it was just weird. weird to look at. It was very weird to look at. Mm, okay. And while we're talking about cultural differences, I think this show is the first one that kind of opened my eyes to, like, dark shit happening in Japan. Hmm. Like, I know this shit is, like, not real at all, but something about, like, I don't know if you got to this point, but a girl gets kidnapped. Mm-mm. And I don't know, something about, like, this show just having... L- I guess low, I don't know, low level crime was just unusual to me because I feel like a lot of these shows like the slice of life stuff are gen- generally like positive. Then we got our ninja shows. We, we you know, we have murder. There is kidnapping. But it's like something about like modern day Japan and a girl just getting tossed in a van, uh, almost getting sexually assaulted or she did. Then there was another scene where a guy gets sexually like it's just like I, I just don't usually associate and there's like a lot of gang members and i don't know i don't know maybe i'm not putting in the right words but some of the scenes and like situations i was like man it's so weird to think that some of this should just be happening for real yeah in other in other places like there's no reason i would be watching like a local news in japan like oh like somebody got ran over today it was a gang related thing like you you know why would i know that news Mm -hmm. the only japanese news i would hear is like if there was a power plant that exploded, like we would all hear about that. Yeah. But something about like low level realistic crime just on this show was good to not good to see, but like interesting. Added a layer. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this shit probably be happening. (laughs) Yeah. But there's no robot that's going to fly across town to save you. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, huh, this is pretty interesting. Like this shit just be happening everywhere. Yeah. 
Like people are, yeah, yeah. Something about greasy, low down people in Japan. Just like it, they made it feel more real. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Other shows do this. It just felt like this should be happening there too. Yeah. For example, that, I think that's what in I'm Death Note, you only seen low level crimes as a means to tell the story, not as the background news of wild shit just be happening sometimes. Should just be happening. Yeah. <laughs> like it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, him bumping into Inuyashiki and like thinking like it's funny he didn't realize that the old man is exactly what he is at first. Like he didn't like put two and two together. Yeah. But what are the odds of bumping into the one other person that's like you like within like a twenty four hours, right? Mm-hmm. I do like their contrasting progress though. Like Inuyashiki is like, how the fuck do I do this? Like <laughs> how do I use whatever the hell I am? Meanwhile, Hero's just going nuts. Like, he just understands it. Like, I don't know if he, like, <laughs> expected this shit to come or what, but he just is able to use his shit better. He did look like he was the... out there waiting or something. Yeah, you're right. He kind of was in the park just looking up. There's no bench. Just He's just there in a field. Yeah, he, he knew something. <laughs> but let's see. What else did I like that... I don't know, man. It's tonally is just like it just does what it's supposed to do as far as like being very serious. Mm-hmm. But then they contrast it with the scenes where Inuyashiki's fighting and he'll like punch somebody in the jaw and they're like spinning like a Beyblade. Like that should be <laughs> killing me. I'm like, well, now why did you draw this? Like, why did you animate this this way? This is goofy <laughs> as hell. But I think it does speak to more of like he's just a bumbling old man who like don't really know what the hell he's trying to do. Yeah, he ain't never he ain't never fought nobody before. Clearly, like <laughs> he clearly has never been in a fight. He's just got this unorthodox swing, and he just he's always getting hit in the face. He don't know how to defend himself, but he don't have to because he's indestructible. Like that should be killing me every time. Yeah, I think I'm gonna finish it this week. I might finish it tonight. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm at a part where it's really cooking up. Like, Hero's getting caught up, which is like, you know, what are y'all niggas going to do to him for real? Mm -hmm. Then there's a dope scene or a couple scenes with his mom, too. Him and his mom are talking. Yeah, you're you're getting close to some really good stuff. Um, Really good dialogue. And... Yeah, I don't know. I, I won't spoil it. But yeah, it's, it's getting to a good part. We gonna wrap it up next week for sure. But yeah, it just it's a wild ride. Okay, cool. Also, uh, I'll save it for next week. It was just the animated. I think I'm gonna read, but I don't have the name on hand. Got you. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to our next section or whatever, uh, I would like to say our uh, rest in peace to Kentaro Miura, mm-hmm. creator of Berserk. He passed away. Um, I'm not really. Familiar with Berserk myself, I haven't gotten to it, uh, but I'm well aware of it. You know, I see a lot of panels and people talk about it. They post certain scenes from like the film versions and all that. And I am interested in reading it. And there has been a discourse of people trying to say, like, don't hate on people that are just now getting into it. And I just wanted to double down on that. And I hope it's not a negativity around people wanting to get into it i mean these conversations happen in music of like everyone being like oh you're not a real fan and that like that energy is weird so like i don't know let people enjoy stuff i mean that's why 
people are sad that he's gone because he gave us something so beautiful that influenced other things. So I, you know, it's unfortunate. This is the timing that's really, really getting me to want to read Berserk, even if a little bit, but I'm going to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, rest in peace to him. Uh, definitely just had to say that. And uh, what's your history with Berserk? Um, uh, I have none. Um, I'm actually. Okay. I've been seeing it around. Um, mm-hmm. Is it a show or is it a movie? I think there there's both versions of that, mm-hmm. but I know it's a manga that's like low key still going. <laughs> like I don't think it finished, but uh, I think what's been cool though is people have been posting like <laughs> these bitches is my sons type of stuff from Berserk. Yeah, I've been They're seeing like, that. All right, main character he had this big ass sword here's these fantasy like islands and situations and settings and some of this like adult scenarios and blah, blah, blah. And this is what was birthed from it. Like mm, y'all wouldn't yeah, have. And I've been you... seeing those conversations, but I didn't know why. I just thought, you know, niggas let it just get up here and say anything. Yeah. So, um, no. So I thought that was really dope. Cause like someone like me who doesn't have a berserk history, it's good to know that the things that I do enjoy are things that I am familiar with where they, kind of even if loosely even if a little bit we're influenced from i was like that's that's cool thank you like, and that's dope. if this is what i think because i'm not really watching i'm just skimming mm-hmm. i think if you just type it in there's a, a english dub on youtube so cool i thought it was on yeah, netflix just, or something though i just feel weird like if i were to watch the movie knowing that the like the manga is still being written i'm like how much can the movie encapsulate then yeah yeah so i'm like i, I gotta read it a couple chapter, a couple volumes, something. Yeah, man. R.I.P. So that brings us pretty much to uh, our our quiz time, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I'm nervous. I think I saw the notes saying my hero, and I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed you had at least seen it twice. Oh yeah, okay. I, I'm I'm familiar. Uh, I'm gonna pull up a character list though, just to. Let's see, My Hero Academia characters. Yeah, it would characters be nice if I could uh, just keep it in the notes and make it invisible to you. The answers. Oh, you. Oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to use tabs so that you wouldn't be able to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool, man. Let's uh, let's get to it. This big ass cast. I'm not gonna get this <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, damn, there's a lot of people. But um, when the enemy becomes certain of their victory, that will be our chance. All right, we got battle strat- strategy talk. Someone's clearly being serious. They're busting a move. When the enemy becomes certain of victory, that will be our chance. Okay, okay. I'm gonna lean away from the kids because that just sounds like somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing <laughs> usually these guys are like fumbling <laughs> around except for like the older kids but then definitely the adults uh, so my first guess here is going to be oh man you froze again I don't want to oh, I'm still here I don't know if I froze I don't know if no, you, I'm are, still you, here. Are, are we back yep okay no it froze um all right my first guess is going to be Aizawa no, you are incorrect. Damn it. Not a <laughs> head. Um shit. Let's say uh 
It was uh, Ida. Nope. That's a good guess. Though. Get the fuck out of it. That's a good get guess. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck. <laughs> I just feel like I'm trying to get the characters that are like sure of themselves and like the smarter guys. No, I will say this. Uh, seeing you guess, I can see why you would say the people you say. But I'm probably way off. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I, get, I also don't. I'm sure this is from the show and not the manga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it says anime. Um, anime. So this is from the show, so yeah. I don't know when he would have said this shit. Go I just got to say Midoriya then. Yeah. At this point. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but you're not wrong. I'm like, when they, when would he have... And I'm a couple seasons behind, or a season behind, uh-huh. but I could see why you wouldn't think he would say that. Yeah, it just didn't feel like... <laughs> There's only been so many moments where he was like sure of something, you know? I was like, this sounds like somebody who has their shit together, but cool. All right. All right. Um. So here's another one. Uh... There's nothing crueler than letting a dream end midway. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's a great quote. Uh, All Might? Nah. Good guess, though. Okay. Okay. Had to get that one out of the way. Uh, A dream. A dream. It definitely wasn't Mineta. He wouldn't say no shit like that. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not one with words. Uh, okay. Um... This could low-key be a villain trying to get their shit off. Like, dying words type shit. Um, it's not Endeavor. It sounds too nice for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going. Uh, let's see. Was it a... Was it the villain with the beak? No. No? Okay. Uh shit. It wasn't Aizawa this time. He he wasn't talking about no damn dreams. I don't think he was. Oh man. Come on. I I, I know who it is. I feel like I know who it is. I just gotta look at I gotta I gotta look at him. I need to pull up a longer character list. Uh okay. So yeah, I'll read it again. There's yeah, nothing crueler than letting a dream in midway. ass character is it uh was it miriam oh my god all right one more guess let me guess one more person i give you a hint it's not a kid okay grand torino it was eyes fuck man oh (laughs) man i tried grand torino was a good guess though i tried to avoid my kakashi yeah, <laughs> I was like, it seemed like some shit Eraserhead might say, but me, him not being the first one, really threw me off. But yeah, damn it, because he's, I, I, he gets his shit off, like he's the one. Mm-hmm. Damn, hey, good job, brother. I, I like those quotes; <laughs> those are really good. Okay, cool, thanks, man. Um, With this long ass character list, I might be <laughs> here next week too. Like, there's so many people that could have said something. Yeah, nice. I like it, man. I like it. Um. Anything else? Did you put this here or did I put this here? About Demon Slayer. Oh, I put that there. Um, and I just made sure to actually get an article. But uh, yeah, long topic short, uh, the creator of Demon Slayer basically got paid like $20,000 off the movie, even though it's like selling like crazy. Yeah. 
Um, because so, at first I saw a tweet, but I'm like, let me like be proper and like <laughs> get credible information because you know niggas be tweeting anything. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he's he's basically getting most of his money from the manga, but I guess there's only certain aspects of the film you get paid for. It's like the here, let me uh, try to actually pull up the link. But I heard that's pretty common. Um. With anime yeah. and like manga, it's like they just get a fee, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And they don't. Uh, all right, so I got an article from ComicBook.com, written by Megan Peters. Um, yeah, let's see. According to Japanese film insider Hotaka Sugimoto, uh, Gotuge, the creator, likely didn't get a major upfront fee from the movie. The estimate is traditionally based on experience and name brand recognition, but Demon Slayer is Gotugi's first serialized work. The deal for the film series movie was almost certainly made at the start of Demon Slayer's anime series run, so the series had yet to explode in popularity. These facts make Shugimoto believe Gotuge is probably entitled to a pittance in light of how popular Demon Slayer has been. In fact, he suspects Gotuge made perhaps 2 million yen from the whole release which is a little more than 19,000 US dollars. This is the catch to licensing fees. That is the catch to licensing fees. And it is just so happens that GoToGay's rookie status shortchanged their potential earnings. Yeah. And they're like, as far as how you can support GoToGay directly, that comes down to the Demon Slayer manga. The creator profits more heavily from the volume sales more than anything. So it seems GoToGay isn't hurting in that regard. After all, the series sold more than 82 million copies in 2020 alone. So the demand for Demon Slayer is higher than ever. Do you know what so I mean? Yeah, heard? I, I thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, just off the, <laughs> the rookie the rookie contract, you didn't get paid that much, which is crazy. You would have me all the way fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to get my money. <laughs> yeah, no, I need all that. All that shit. <laughs> Bring me my money. <laughs> oh, oh shit. no, not back in blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Oh man. Yeah. Ooh, let's talk about games, man. Let's get out of here. All right, but. Yeah, man. Sometimes I'm like, why don't he play the the club mix of that shit? I've never heard it. (laughs) I do like the slow version. Uh, The faster version is the one that's like they played on the commercial when the Kingdom Hearts first came out. And then when they like, I think it's in the game, too, in the intro, the the fast version. You've never heard it. You've heard it. I probably have. You've heard it. Yeah. Simple and clean. See now, this is how my brain works. I gotta send you the link, cause that other version be uh, that shit'll get you out of bed. <laughs> Simple and clean remix. Planet B remix. Yeah, that's that's the one that is like the the club mix of it. <laughs> that shit's fire. 
you should let it play low in the background while we uh go through this shit. <laughs> just to, oh yeah, I got you. Uh, oh, I found it. I don't know if you did. Wrong. Um, Oops. Right. Um, hold on one second. I got it. I'm gonna put it in the show notes for you. But uh, what did you play this week? Um. So basically, I played a lot of uh, Apex. And uh, I put the song at the very bottom of the show notes. Okay. Cool. There's like a Spotify link at the very bottom. Wait, can you hear anything? Yep, I can hear it. Is that it? Yeah, that's the one. All right. Everybody knows this <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, so I'm like, let's just let it play in the background softly. <laughs> yeah. Um, But basically, Apex. And for the first time, I was the odd man out in the uh, Spanish game. <laughs> I had two Spanish speakers in my bum ass. <laughs> How do you keep ending up with Spanish players? That's or Spanish speaking. They gotta players. know I know a little bit. Like at this point, yeah. they gotta be like, nigga, me. I hear you in here talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and then you know my text messages, I'll be throwing a little extra. Mm-hmm. So um, but yeah, they was in there. Dude was actually kind of nice with uh What's her name? Valkyrie. Valkyrie? Yeah, he's making plays. <laughs> you know, there's no in-between with Valkyrie that I've noticed so far. When you come across one, they're either the best player on the fucking map or they're really awful. And they just be flying just to fly. Hmm. I feel like that's been my experience. Like some people just wash you or that you can just tell they're just kind of meh. <laughs> yeah, she was cool, but I don't like niggas getting nice with Valkyrie because she can do too much. <laughs> like... Like, that flight mid-battle is not okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, you want to just, like, pull up on her, but it's like, oh, wait, she's in the air and shooting missiles at me. Like, I got to move. <laughs> I have to move. Um. Yeah, and I didn't think she was supposed to be able to shoot in the air. She's not. She can shoot the rockets, but she. I don't think she can pull out her... No, she can't pull out her gun. I felt like I was getting hit from above. Yeah, I don't think she can shoot. Otherwise, I would have died way more times by her. Because <laughs> my thing is, when she's in the air, she's prone. Like, she's moving really slow, and she's actually an easy target. No. So, like, so if she, this is the so thing. if she doesn't shoot the missiles at you, she's actually really easy to hit because she's moving so damn slow. So this is the thing. I think you can take your gun out once you stop flying. So once you stop throttling upwards, you can pull your gun the, out. The, Okay. So I don't know if they figured out the hand movements, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm getting hit from and, yeah. the bot, the top, and I'm in open space. Mm-mm-mm. So, um, but yeah, and I watched uh, some Wraith videos on how to kidnap, which is pretty interesting. I want to learn how to use her next. I think that's a character I want to get familiar with. My play style kind of matches her movement. But I was mad, though, because I realized, excuse me, <clears throat> um, I realized that, like, her teleporting ability is not, doesn't make her a ghost necessarily. It just makes her invisible. And by that, I mean, you can't, like, go through, because I was, I was in a small tunnel with Wraith, and I was like, ooh, let me portal closer to my enemy and just pop up in their face and shoot him, right? Mm-hmm. And so I tried to do that, but there was a death box in front of me. So my feet got caught on the box and I couldn't 
get over without jumping, which slowed down my whole like surprise attack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she's not a ghost. She's like just invisible. Okay. Which so, ain't even really yeah. invisible because she'd be sparkling all over the place. Yeah. There's a, there's like a little Tinkerbell. Tell. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, this is a trail of dust, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, that's somebody I want to definitely learn how to use soon. She's a nice teammate when she's there and people know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the whole concept of kidnapping is nuts because I just, you know, see little videos here and there. But people are like getting scientific with this shit. Like, dude was like, yeah, start your portal in the air. That way people can't come back from it. Hmm. So you climb up something, do it in the air. There's no way people can run back out. <laughs> no, people are too smart, man. I love when people find little weird ways to be creative like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also downloaded um, if you were done with Apex. Uh, yeah, I don't, don't want to stay on it too long. I got my first couple of wins on duos, which I've been kind of hunting for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just kind of had the hot hand this week. Like there was a point where we. At least won one game for like four days straight. Like every time we hopped online, we got a win at some point. Nice. And then we won back to back the other night. And the third game, they just weren't letting us have it because <laughs> we got swarmed by teams. But I'm um, definitely getting better. Uh, we're playing ranked now. Mm-hmm. The guys I mainly play with. And we went from bronze four to bronze one in one sitting. Uh, we're trying to at least climb to gold, see if we can do it together. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that's been fun to try to climb ranked, but I've noticed ranked is a lot harder this season than last season. People are really getting sweaty, man. Like <laughs> it is like it is like um it's basically who's the best strafer. Like <laughs> like nobody's standing straight and shooting at you. Everyone's just like bobbing and weaving very fast and just a lot of third parties like yeah ranked this season is and especially we're in the bottom of the barrel we're still in bronze so it's like fudge yeah what the heck is silver looking like these days <laughs> like this shit is scary but yeah that's kind of all my my apex chatter for this week uh what did you say you downloaded uh i downloaded uh stranded deep mm, okay what's, uh, what's that about basically being on an island and uh you're stranded and you kind of gotta Cultivate the land, build a better raft, things like that. It reminds me of uh, the game I, I told you about, Raft, which is a PC the game. PC game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I wish I could play this on PlayStation. And so this is essentially that, and I like it better on PC. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, weird. I don't know. Can you com- compare and contrast? Do you like just like the um, the art style or the, the controls? I think like I like the controls better, on... which I just assumed... A PlayStation would be better, but it's not. It's really hmm. not. Like okay. because you get so many things, you craft, you have so many different menus, mm-hmm. and using the same buttons for different things, it just maybe if I get used to it. Yeah, yeah. But it just felt kind of like crowded. How much was Raft again? The PC game. It was like a dub. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I need to hit up the. I'm looking. Game. I'm looking at a stranded deep trailer. It looks nice. It's fun. It is fun. Uh, I think because I've been working so much, I couldn't even imagine using my laptop for anything but work. 
so I haven't mm-hmm. opened it. And like, it's just like PlayStation editing, like two different thoughts. But yeah. um, I've been meaning to get back into free? it. Hmm? Mm-hmm. How much it should be. Cost? It should be. I got it. It was like on the, you know, free game of the month. Oh, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? I don't remember. Because usually one of them's like a popular big name. Yeah, I don't remember. Because uh, uh, I'm gonna Google those while you talk. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I got it was for that. Um, and what so, month is it May? Yes, May. It's May. Battlefield Five Stranded Deep. Oh, Battlefield Five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are the Battlefield Five Stranded Deep and then Wreckfest, some like monster truck game, mm-hmm. <laughs> or roller, not roller derby, but. Damn, yeah, I got to download uh, at least two of these. Yeah, I'm going to download Stranded Deep, and I'm going to download Battlefield 5 for sure. I want to play that story mode. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, it it's cool. I'm going to try to give it another try, but it's like I already have this game, and I have friends to play it with, which is nice, so I'm probably just going to do that, but it's nice to have. I mean, if you download it and you can play online, maybe that's something we could do, but... I feel like I'm leaning towards Raft. I, I want to play something on my PC because it is a gaming PC and I literally have done nothing in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only <laughs> do my Photoshop and stuff on here. I'm like, let me play a game at some point. So okay. that's cool, though. And as we're talking about gaming and I guess gaming together and stuff, uh, I know you've been talking more about like one in a stream and I sent you a TikTok. And this is just for anybody who streams. Um, and it was basically complaining about how Facebook is getting more views for gaming and i noticed i'd randomly randomly get streams of people playing games and like i've watched apex one day when i was making breakfast i don't know who these people were um and i noticed with video whenever a platform gets video they push it more and i think facebook having a gaming thing they're just pushing traffic to it so as you stream on twitch it might behoove you to figure out the facebook gaming thing and go there as well I want to. I actually don't like Twitch that much. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't like the interface. It just it, there's something intimidating about Twitch. Like I'm starting to get more used to it because uh, a friend of mine uh, streams and I pull it up on my phone like while I'm working, just you know supporting, looking occasionally. He'll be playing Call of Duty most of the time, and it just I don't know. I just don't like the way Twitch is laid out, really, honestly. So I. If I could figure out the weeds of YouTube and Facebook, I would rather be on there primarily, honestly. Like I just Facebook like it's been here so long that it just makes sense how to navigate it. Yeah. So I'm I'm not surprised that it's just booming cuz it's not I feel like Twitch is intimidating and people don't have it downloaded on, on anything convenient. So it's like I feel like you're more likely for someone on their phone to just be like, "Huh, I'll I'll open this." I'm I, like I'm already on Facebook, like I'll hit the gaming tab and type in a game i like or youtube i already have but like twitch is like i gotta download it make this account everything's purple like <laughs> it's just like i don't know where shit is i don't even know who to click on it's just, i feel like there's there's something intimidating about twitch like, i think i think twitch is kind of like community based it, it yeah so it it's is. like it, this is for us but these other platforms are really doing it like Think about like mixtapes, like that piff and all of that used to be the shit for it. 
And when Spotify was coming up, it was like, that's cool, but I still have a lot of shit that I like music that isn't. Here. Like, think about mm-hmm. all, of, all the music that didn't used to be on Spotify. <laughs> it, uh, shit ton. Yeah. So. And I think even more than Dat Piff, it's, uh, what is it, like Bandcamp? Yeah. Like, the real music heads are still over there. And I'm I'm trying to learn it still. So, you know, I'm I'm trying to learn. Like, that's i don't twitch isn't bad i'm just still like not used to it because i'm just now like my youtube subscriptions are curated properly like that feed is getting better i'm finding more black gamers to support on youtube like i'm just now and 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 even just like lifestyle people that i'm interested in i'm just now using youtube that way because as a kid i used it just for comedy like we all go on there watch stupid videos watch music videos but now i'm like using it to find design tips using it to find some fashion dudes gamers black gamers specifically like i'm starting to curate it so like me shifting that to like how do i navigate twitch now that i i'm barely on here it's kind of weird to navigate i don't really get on discord like that like so yeah I'm, i'm just learning so yeah i think facebook is just such a simple platform that because it's been around for so long that it just makes sense that if they just throw in a gaming tab, it'll boom. Cause it's just easier to pull up. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I played. Um, I got the urge to open up Ghost, but never got around to it. Same. I looked at it like, boy, wouldn't it be fun <laughs> to have something new to do right there? Uh, I did actually play more Titanfall Two campaign this week, and man. This shit should be a movie. It's so good. Um, there was a really dope sequence that I just couldn't wait to like talk about on the pod that almost kept me from like going to bed one night because mm-hmm. it's just really dope. So uh, you're playing as this, you know, militia soldier. Um, you get the keys to a big robot because you know the captain died and he's like, "Hey, take my helmet. You can have my robot." You and the robot are fighting for the militia, just you know, busting up baddies getting through factories and facilities that the uh, IMC is holding and trying to destroy their shit and help the militia. Long story short, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a part where you're at the, um, like, this large, like, Hammond, Hammond Labs facility. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a big, like, I don't know, like an, like an Amazon kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. they're, just building, they're just experimenting and building bad shit in these, these big labs, right? Um but it's busted up. It's burned down. Like there's nothing but like the weird creatures of this planet have taken over the lab because no one's there anymore. And some stuff is on fire. And there was like a, a, a small skirmish fought there between IMC and the militia there. So it's just like a war torn lab. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you and BT is the robot's name. You have to go inside the lab and like get this key card from one of the captains of the militia. But he died. And half of his body is like visible in the ceiling of the first floor, but the other half of his body is like obviously on the second floor because he like died through the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, ABT, hey, I got the key card, but whatever's in his pocket is on the next floor. So I got to go upstairs. So you go, you go fight through upstairs. There's like prowlers, like some of those monsters that are in Apex. Mm-hmm. Those like, you, you've seen those. Yeah, the prowlers are some. We're in the building, like trying to eat scraps. And then also the um, there's like these robots that they use to like 
those Marvin droids, those yellow robots mm-hmm. from Apex, mm-hmm. the, they're, they're like <clears throat> all over the labs too because they used to use them to build stuff, but they um, no longer work. But there's a scene where like the Marvin droids like come back to life like zombies. So you're like shooting Marvin droids, going through these this burnt up lab, whatever. And then it turns out that the um, the key card you take from that dead captain was actually the the same device that Wraith uses to make her portals. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so and yeah, it's it, it's that. I was like, oh shit, that's tight. And so it turns out that that device is not like a. It doesn't make portals. It's a time travel device. Like Apex isn't really like. I don't know if they really like, explain that well, but the story mode of this game explains it well. Like this is a device that like you time travel. So like you're getting fought by all these like prowlers and these zombie robot droids in this burning building and it's like epic and crazy. And it gets to the point where you're like getting swarmed up and it's like fuck, like am I about to survive? But then they're like, Oh, press L one to activate the portal thing and I'm, and you press L one and you go back in time. And it's kind of explaining what's really going on with the, the device. And I was like, oh, is that what Wraith is doing? Like, I thought she was just, like, disappearing. Like, she's going back in time, technically. Uh, so I was like, this is really dope. So when you go back in time, you're seeing exactly where you are, but, like, back before the shit got destroyed. So you're, like, walking in this room, and there's, like, scientists just, like, going through shit, writing on whiteboards and all this stuff. And I'm like, bruh. Like when you press L1, like the building is on fire. There's zombies like this. I was like, this is crazy. So like you you have this like your heart's still pumping because like you were just almost dying. But like you press L1, go back in time. Shit's cool. Press it again. And it's unlimited, mind you. Like it's not like a cool down thing. You can just keep pressing L1 and like going from the future to the past, whatever. And so basically it gets to the point where like shit ain't calm no more. And then when you go back in time, like they can see you. And so BT's like, you're actually going back in time and like you are like visible to them. You're affecting the timeline. Like, be careful. And uh, so, yeah, it gets to the point where you can literally just jump back in time and the soldiers are like, get him. Like, he's trying to whatever. Like, he's part of the militia. It's like, wait a minute. How far back in time am I that they like recognize that I'm like a militia soldier and la di da So you go back in time and you're fighting those dudes. You go back to the present. And you're back in that burning building fighting zombies and prowlers. You go back. Like, you can just keep going back and forth and just, like, fucking everybody up. And you just got the Apex guns. Like, you got a Spitfire just, like, mowing these dudes down (laughs) in this lab. And they're like, call security. We need backup. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, you press L1. And then, you know, you're fighting the zombies, doing other shit. And then you kind of have to figure out how to navigate the spaces between time. Because, like, in the present, let's say, like, a whole, like a bookshelf falls down, right? Then you can't like get past something. But in the past, the bookshelf was standing. So you walk past the bookshelf in the past and then you go back to the present and you're like further. Like you got past the gap because you like are using the time travel to traverse. So like this is so, this is such cool game design. Like this is insane. And like as an Apex fan going backwards, it's cool to like be Wraith in a story mode with unlimited use of the portals and when you go back to the past, these dudes are like, how is he doing that? Where is he coming from? Oh, my God. Like, we need help. And then <laughs> you go back to the present and, like, you're just gone to them. And they're, like, anticipating you coming back. And they don't know where from. Because you can pop up behind them, in front of them. Like, use it as an excuse to, like, heal up in the present. 
and like take you know uh heal yourself up go back to the past start mowing them down again i was like this is really dope game design i've never played a, a scene like this where i have to figure out how to not only traverse the place but also fight enemies on both timelines like no room is calm like there's always something wild going on and you got to go present past present past and like just go crazy like i was like this is really dope so yeah any apex fans who don't really have a titanfall history like i might have to buy it man fire it's it's so fun like being wraith and because you're basically mirage in the early parts because you get to go invisible but that ability like stays with you most of the game like you can disappear pop up shoot people you can wall jump, uh, double jump with the jet. Like, there's so many cool Apex things, all the Apex guns, but there's just a fleshed out story that explains how the world got to that point. So, yeah, it's just so much fun to play. That was a really cool sequence. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me know. Uh, I might get it, and we could also probably do some online shit with it, too, right? It's funny you bring that up because I guess the uh, the online's been kind of janky. I guess uh, some people are, have like hacked the online, and it's becoming difficult to play. And so uh, people have been hitting up the company that made it, and they're like, "Hey, we like online. Can you guys fix this shit? <laughs> like, we're still out here. Like, don't do on, don't only update Apex. Like, we need help. Like, people are literally hacking this game and fucking it up for us. So please fix it. So." We can hop on there eventually, but I wouldn't recommend it. Right since now, it's yeah. Being, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I told you there was some hacking going on at Apex, too. Mm. So. People are weird. <laughs> Let people enjoy stuff, man. Right. Um, But yeah, that's all I got for this week. Yeah, let's call it a show. Um, Thanks, y'all, for listening. Keep sharing the blurbs. Numbers keep going up. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, see y'all next week. Let us know what you want to see and hear for us going forward. Uh, how you feel about the music section, if we need more or less. Uh, let us know shows and movies you want us to review specifically, too. We can go book club style and take homework assignments, you know. So uh, <laughs> keep us posted. Appreciate y'all. Share the blurbs. Peace. <laughs>